Welcome to the Minnesota Vikings Now. My name is Patrick Saitman on a victory Tuesday, and it has never felt so damn good. Coming up here in just a second, I'm going to give you guys my top overreactions, some hot takes from the Vikings 49ers Monday night football matchup. Man, it feels so good to get a victory under our belt. Is the Super Bowl back on? We'll talk about it here in a second. But I want you guys to celebrate the victory with me by liking today's video. Go down there and give a like on today's video. Let's run up the likes. Let's get the 500, 1,000 likes, whatever it is. Celebrate this victory. We just beat the 49ers on Monday Night Football without Justin Jefferson. You guys should be celebrating today. Go down there and hit that like button. But enough of that. Let's dive into it. The number one overreaction, I think, is the number one storyline on Minnesota Vikings. Twitter, media, whatever it is, it's number eight. It is Kirk Cousins, and he absolutely balled out last night on primetime without Justin Jefferson against one of the best defenses in the league. Kirk did this. He was 35 of 45, 378 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And I like the picture that producer Tex chose to use because right here, Kirk Cousins is changing the play at the line of scrimmage. We saw him do that all the time last night. Countless times where Kirk saw a look from the Niners' defense, change a play at the line of scrimmage, and ended up being a successful play. I mean, these numbers are ridiculous. Going against one of the best defenses in the league without the best wide receiver in the land. And I say it, this was the best game I've seen him play in his NFL career. Considering the circumstances and what was on the line, obviously you could go back to the playoff game against the New Orleans Saints where he hit that deep post route to Adam Thielen and had the game-winning touchdown to Kyle Rudolph, but I got to take this one, man. Going for almost 400 yards against the Niners without Jefferson in a must-win game because I'll tell you what, the trade rumors would have been heating up after uh, last night if the Vikings would have lost, but now they are completely dead. So considering the circumstances, what was at stake for Kirk Cousins last night, I thought it was his best game of his NFL career. And uh, for a guy that just is constantly ripped on amongst NFL media members, NFL Twitter, he's kind of the you know, the butt end of a lot of jokes here. Like, to see him kind of have that F.U. moment to everybody, it, like, it really fired me up. I mean, after watching him on the Netflix documentary, Quarterback, he's tough. He's a tough guy not to root for. So anytime I see Kirk play a big-time game like that against a big-time opponent on a big-time stage, man, it just fires me up. But I want to get the comment section flooded right now. And I mean flooded. I want everybody to go down there and show number eight, show Kirk Cousins some love, just type those eights because he saved the Vikings season last night. We were looking at two and five straight in the face. And I'll tell you what, the difference between two and five and three and four in the NFL is drastic. And the Vikings are now three and four. And a lot of it has to do with number eight right here. Go type his jersey number down in the comments section. But hey, the guy he was throwing to, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was sick last night. This dude is a stone cold Killer. Obviously, Kirk threw the first pick of the game when he was uh, targeting Jordan Addison. He was running a little slant route. He couldn't get the ball. And then uh, at the end of the first half, very similar play. Addison then ripped it from the Niners defender and took it to the house. But, I mean, Addison yesterday, I mean, video game type of stuff from him. Seven receptions, 123 yards, two tuds, and 17.6 yards per catch. And he was filling in for the, uh, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, he was down and he's on IR with that hamstring injury. But Addison, man, he stepped up. I think he's a true wide receiver one here in this league. And I was a little uh, critical of the pick, I would say, when they took him 23rd overall. I would have liked to go corner, but, hey, I was completely wrong on that. Quasi, good stuff. You know ball. Jordan Addison, hell of a player. And uh, I'll tell you what, I can't wait for these two to be back on the field at the same time because right here, Vikings have the best wide receiver duo for the next decade. 
I got to say it like it is. Like, there is not a better team out there who has a better one-two punch than these guys right here. Obviously, you could go Philly with what they have in Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. They're great, but they don't have the top-end talent these guys do. I mean, these two are both legitimate superstars. Superstars in the NFL. I just can't believe we got both of them on this team. And I'll tell you what, when Justin Jefferson comes back, after, what, we got two more games without Jefferson on the road in Green Bay, on the road in Atlanta, when he comes back, this offense might be firing on all cylinders. So I think this is the best wide receiver duo for the next decade. Jordan Addison, you're him. Shout out to you. You know who's also him, though? There's five guys. It's a whole offensive line. Um, first time in my life, the Vikings have an elite offensive line. I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, legitimately for the first time in my life, I can say I am confident in this Vikings offensive line. I'll dive into all that and more around that unit here in a second, but I do want to give a big-time shout-out to today's sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently-owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Just you against the numbers. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Instead of battling for thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports apps. Uh, sports app. Uh, this is what I'm rolling with, rolling with for this upcoming weekend. I'm gonna go more on two of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, in their passing yards. Lamar Jackson killed it last week against the Detroit Lions. I'm going more than 228 and a half for him. Then Mahomes, he's got Denver. He always owns Denver. I'm gonna go more on 292 and a half passing yards. Make sure you guys do get hooked up today though. PrizePicks.com. Slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS for a first deposit match up to hundred dollars. I'll make sure to put that link for you guys in the comment section and the description of today's show. Makes the viewing experience so much so much better. So make sure you guys do uh get hooked up today. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS code CLNS. So back to the offensive line. Gotta get credit for them, uh, the big fellows up front. Honestly, I wanted to start the show talking about the offensive line, but I had to talk about these uh or Kirk and Addison at first. But man, the offensive line. I mean, especially Christian Darisaw. I can say it confidently. I understand Trent Williams is a hell of a player, but Christian Darisaw is the best left tackle in the National Football League right now. Joey Bosa, or Nick Bosa, he had 40 pass rush snaps last night. Got home one time. No sacks. He only won one rep against Christian Darisaw this entire night. He really impressed me. And overall, like Ed Ingram, shout out to him. Dalton Reisner. Shout out to him stepping in for Ezra Cleveland. I thought he did a great job. And then Garrett Bradbury. Understand, we have been so critical of Bradbury here as Vikings fans over the last year and a half, but he showed up again yesterday, and he's been showing up this whole year. And then also Brian O'Neill. I feel like we take him for granted a lot. Like Brian O'Neill, one of the best right tackles in the league. According to the PFF, he is the best right tackle in the league. He played great yesterday. Overall, you're going against the Niners, one of the best front sevens in the league. The Vikings offensive line allowed zero sacks. The whole line's elite. Can't believe I'm saying that. Can't believe I'm saying this, too. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, man. This dude, this dude drives me crazy. But he bounced back last night, and he was great, man. Obviously, listen, the stats aren't going to blow you away. I mean, he only had 86 yards, but he had 11 receptions. But that last tally right there on the far right of your screen where it says drops, zero drops for TJ Hawkinson. That was the biggest issue with him. He obviously got paid as the... Highest paid tight end in the National Football League, and we have been very, very critical of TJ on this channel, and that kind of gets me to this point where Patrick was wrong, 
I was wrong about you, TJ Hawkinson, and I am uh, giving you my formal apology right now, young sir. Uh, listen, man, you were great last night. Uh, just being a safety blanket for Kirk Cousins, I think that's what he's obviously best at, and he was great, man. He was great. I mean, he absolutely balled out yesterday. No drops, 11 receptions. Was that safety blanket? I would like to use him more as like a downfield threat, but I like him obviously running the underneath routes. He actually put his head down and actually finished a run, which I've been waiting for him to see. So, TJ, I'm sorry. You played absolutely fantastic. Bounce back. Great to have you back, TJ. Welcome to the season, TJ Hawkinson. And speaking about the season, season's back on. Uh, listen, this was a do-or-die game. You're seven-point underdogs at home. You lose this football game, your season's necessarily over. And we're talking about today probably trading Daniel Hunter, trading Kirk Cousins, and trading a lot of the guys on this unit. Season's back on. And I'll tell you what, man. The Vikings might rip off six, seven in a row here. Like, this is their upcoming schedule. Packers, they just lost the Broncos. They are not a good football team. Falcons, they have Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Not a good football team. The Saints, they're a joke. Not a good football team. Just talked about Denver. They're a bigger joke than New Orleans. Not a good football team. Then you got the Bears at home. And then after this, oh, by the way, week 13 is the Las Vegas Raiders. So let's think about it. We just beat the Bears, just beat the Niners. That's two in a row. Three, four, five, six, seven. You could rip off eight wins in a row right here if you just handle biz. Honestly, if the Vikings don't go four and one in this stretch, probably be a little disappointed. Obviously, you could probably lose one of these two road games right here, but the rest of these games, man, they all have to be wins. They all have to be wins. Season's back on. Well, as you guys, I think the Vikings are likely to make the playoffs right now. I'm not going to, you know, jump the gun a little bit right here, but let me know. Will the Vikings make the playoffs? Give me a Y for yes or give me an N for no down in the comments section. We're going to wrap up today's show just talking about buyers or sellers because obviously, obviously the trade deadline is next Tuesday on Halloween. Um, and I think after that big time win, I think the Vikings are going to be uh, buyers. I, I Listen, if they would have excuse me, if they would have lost yesterday, they would have 100% um, been sellers at the deadline. But since they are they, since they did win, they obviously are going to be buyers. And I got five names to just keep your eyes out on. Uh, first name, unlikely, but also for the Vikings, it makes a little sense. Uh, Derrick Henry. Listen, the run game has been bad this year. I mean, just straight up. The run game has been bad. Um, adding Derrick Henry would obviously add a great force in that backfield. I think they would give the Vikings probably the best weapons overall in the league. Pat Sertan, uh, probably have to go for a first-round pick. I don't know if that's too likely, but he is a great, great corner. If the Vikings really want to go all in, He's a name to uh, keep in mind. Brian Burns, also another name to keep in mind. Great edge out of Carolina. Probably have to go for a first as well. Dory Jackson, corner for the nine, or for the Giants. Listen, he's been up and down this year, but he's still got unreal talent. Vikings obviously need help in that cornerback room. Same with Christian Fulton. Uh, young player, talented. Hasn't really uh, kind of lived up to his uh, draft expectation, but he's also a good player. But out of all these guys, if I had to pick one, Probably Pat Sertan, but obviously he's going to go for a lot more than I think people think. Honestly, Derrick Henry's not a bad choice. But, hey, that's why you guys do stay tuned in. Make sure you guys are subscribed because you don't want to miss any Vikings trade rumors around this football team. We're going to have a video tomorrow talking about some trade targets for the Minnesota Vikings. So make sure you guys are subscribed. Stay in the loop. Victory Tuesday. Vikings beat the Niners on Monday night. Feels so good. See you guys next time. Skull Vikes.